Oh, my computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your there. This is Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert. And we've been talking about, you know, pretty much like a condo buyer's guide. I've been giving you a lot of insight into things that you really need to learn if you decide that you want to buy a condominium. And to be quite honest with you, even if you own a condominium and you don't know this information, or even if you own a house, you really seriously do need to learn this information. So, You know, you've heard it at the Condo Expert, and that's what this is all about. It's really interesting because you talk about a condo corporation where all of the owners uh, own a part of the common elements. So because of that, you would think, well, hold on. Okay, I'm a condo owner. I own my unit. And I own a percentage of the common elements of the building. Wonderful. And I am one person out of whatever the numbers would be, 200 or 300 other owners that form the condo corporation. Now, does that give me the right to know who the other owners are in the corporation? Because, you know, think about this for one moment, because this is quite interesting, is that if you as a condo owner have a problem and say you want to then create a special meeting, and you're not getting a lot of cooperation from your board and or the property manager because the property manager is receiving direction from the board saying, you know, keep this person at a distance, then what do you do? And and that's the interesting part. I mean, you talk about frustrations. I have to tell you, and I'm going to put my hat on as the Condo Owners Association founder, when we're receiving phone calls, and, and this is a shout out to our politicians You know, so many condominium owners are disheartened. Some of them are downright angry. Some of them are very confused. Some are extremely happy about their building. They love living there. They've lived there for 20 years and they wouldn't think of living anywhere else. But they're very sad. Confusion. They don't know what to do. They can't afford to move. So what are they going to do? They can't just say, okay, fine, I'm out of here now. Does anybody want to pick up? I got a call yesterday, actually, from a senior. And apparently, this particular building out in Scarborough, 75% of the building is seniors. And the sad part is, is that the list of issues that he threw out at me, I was floored. But then the question came back and I said to them, okay, so does that mean that you don't want to live in this building anymore? Oh, no, 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 no. We love living here. We just want to get this fixed. We want to get this resolved. But the interesting part is, is that, you know, if you think about something, so you as a condo owner, if you don't have any way at all of arranging to advise all the other owners, and you don't want to go around the building and knock on everyone's door, because of course that could be a problem as well, you know, and and not only that, the board could stop your security or anything. Because there's another part about canvassing and whatnot within the building on most declarations. So the sad part is, is that, you know, how then do you get to the other owners? And what about owners that are off-site and don't even live in the building? I mean, you could talk to the tenant, but is the tenant going to give you that person's information? But interesting enough is, is that 
there was a court case and a few years back, a gentleman who had had a problem and was seeking damages, he wanted access to the records of the corporation. And that included a list of the owners because he wanted a list of the record of owners' names and addresses. And he was refused. So he did not have access to it. So therefore, you know, it's interesting because there's so many different things. I mean, currently we have the Electronic Commerce Act as well. And there's no specific requirements for an electronic equivalent of a seal. So for example, okay, you know, interesting enough, I mean, you're signing authorities and so on. How are they all justified if we don't have that kind of thing set in place either? So when we talk about requirements, even for instance, like status certificates, there was a question as far as the uh, legalities of electronic status certificates. And that's got to be a a really big question, to be quite honest with you. And I don't know. I mean, you know, it's just, it's, this is not a warning of any sort. This is just open conversation. Because right now, you know, as a realtor, or any realtors out there, quite frankly, you know, and as you know, I'm registered with the Sutton Group Quantum Realty as a registered real estate agent. A lot of realtors now, they go to an electronic status certificate. Generally, what happens is, is it comes out in PDF form. And sometimes you may get a USB key or a lot of times it'll come in an email platform and it'll require a code that's been provided to you when you're registered in to receive it. But the interesting part is, is that that status certificate is actually may not be coming directly from the board of directors, but it could be coming from the property management company who then took the condo declarations and so on and uploaded them and put them through the systems that are out there. And there's $100 and $125 charges in order to secure and obtain these. I guess the two problems are, is number one, the information actually belongs to the condo corporation. So why isn't the condo corporation receiving the monies for their own information? You know, so that's a really interesting one because, because the problem is, is that, you know, in a traditional fashion to actually obtain the status certificate and the uh, financials from the condo corporation really guarantees you that you've got the definite real hard signature of a board member that's approving the package, the status certificate and so on. And you're receiving it right from the building. Again, the charge, who's the check being issued out to? I don't know. In every building, it seems to be somewhat different. So, you know, it's kind of an interesting situation that's happening right now. And it seems to me as the, you know, there was so much talk about the Competition Bureau and the way that real estate works and the power of the MLS system and so on. I don't know. I mean, maybe there seems to be a subject that needs to go out there with respect to condominium status certificates, because we want to make sure that anybody that purchases a condominium, number one, the lawyers will only review what they've been provided. What they've been provided is through this system. But the question is, is is the system regulated? So that's the problem. And is it a system that's allowed openly, you know, to anyone that has access to be able to provide this kind of system? Or maybe the status certificates should have a completely different nonpartisan situation and which possibly could allow a lot more protection to condominium owners who are selling and have status certificates who provide them to buyers who are buying 
to date, we haven't had any legal issues for that as far as I know, but I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. At full disclosure, I am a realtor. And, you know, I think that while we're so busy trying to take a look at the 1.3 plus growing condo owners, plus the, you know, 800 plus thousand condominium units, and on top of that, the thousands and thousands of condominium buildings at the forefront, what is important is a status certificate that's correct, that shows all the proper mechanisms, good reserve fund, good operating budgets, good condo corporation, no special assessments, no liens against it, proper fire insurance coverages, and so on and so on and so on. Then with the knowledge that I can provide you, you will definitely be looking at a good investment. And then learning more and staying on top of what you own as a condo owner by understanding condominiums going to your AGM and doing all these things and certainly being registered with the Condo Owners Association so we can all work together to create a better condominium community. Something to think about. You're listening to Linda Pinizzato at The Condo Expert and I welcome you to email me. Linda Pinizzato, whether it's a house, townhome or condo, when you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373, or visit her at lindapinizzato.com. And thank you so much for joining me. You know, today has been just a fascinating time of learning so much of what's going on out there. And that's what the condo expert is all about. I'll hit so many different issues. You'll notice them on iTunes and on podcast. Reporting here from the Hayes FN, you have been listening to Linda Pinizzato of the condo expert. Now, also remember, register yourself if you're a condo owner or a condo buyer, register at www.coaontario.com. And also if you've got questions, whether they're real estate related or condominium or property values, this and that, you know, I wouldn't have the uh, information I have had I not had the experience that I've received. And I certainly wouldn't have been able to start the Condo Owners Association without having this kind of a background. So contact me at Linda. Pinizzato, P-I-N-I-Z-Z-O-T-T-O at C-O-A-Ontario.com or Linda at LindaPinizzato.com. Until the next time, have a fantastic day and thank you so much for tuning in. Oh, my computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 
647-977-7113. ITMayday.com.